This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really? Coming up for episode 125, get ready for some video game flashbacks. More losses to get us right in the 1980s feels, and cardboard circles just got a whole lot cooler. Gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. This is I Remembered It Better, a podcast experiment in geek nostalgia. Come on, bark like a dog for me. Ooh, I done a bad thing. We're on a mission from God. This is my boomstick. Kiss my converse. This looks extraordinarily bad. I got a bad feeling about this. Now, here are your hosts. Oh, no. Not again. Welcome to I Remembered It Better, the show that takes a look back and asks, was it as good as we thought it was? Coming to you from Dayton, Ohio, where I'm apparently the first line of defense in my daughter's eyes. I'm Cliff Haddix, also known as Revy Geek, and I'm joined in tonight's analytical look back. Bye from Atlanta, Georgia, where pimping ain't easy, but you never know it from looking at him, Ryan All Good. Hey, <laughs> my therapist says that I have self-confidence issues, so I've been <laughs> trying to give myself a little extra pep. Instead of a pep talk, you've been giving yourself a pimp talk? A pimp talk, yeah. A pimp um, talk, a little pimp oh, talk. No, it's so, oh, no, it's funny you say that. We, we get these little spam emails at work. Uh, these This this group tries to convince people to come out for their this training seminar they have. And I kid you not, it's PMP training. Oh, so God. every time the email pops up, like first person seeing the office is like, hey, is anybody signing up for pimp training? And then there's always a series of like, <laughs> no, no, no. I, only if it's the master class, you know, yeah. all this stuff. And so... But, uh, I'm not a bronze league pimper. Yeah. I'm straight up platinum. Straight yeah. up platinum. Straight out of Fayetteville. Pimping. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, it's you know, I I live by the philosophy that it's not arrogance if it's completely true. And um, <laughs> I'm just, I mean, I have real, no real story to go with that. Just, I mean, I, I'm having a good week. I guess you know, I'm feeling pretty good about myself, and things are going well. Uh, we opened a, another position in my in the import department, so I'm. I'm amassing a small army of uh, employees, and um, well, so the last time it was you got your Black Widow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So wh- which which Avenger is this role going to be considered? What you what, know, what fought? Who, who will this? Be? That's a good question. Um, and what what's great is this? I mean, this guy he's a he's a former he's a former uh, uh, colleague. He used to work at the company uh, years ago, and and he left to finish school and do some other things, and now. Um, he came back to work in, in my department and really smart guy. He gets the industry. Uh, he's a nerd like the rest of us. Like, uh, he, you know, uh, runs, you know, a Saturday night game group that I go to and, and all that good jazz. So, uh, back in the day when we both worked together, uh, over on, you know, the other, another side of things, another department, uh, we, we used to, you know, roll up characters and stuff on, on Saturdays and that kind of jazz. So I'm pretty excited to have him back, but, uh, He's he's super geeky, super nerdy. We've been, you know, catching up on all kinds of geek stuff, and I've I've been wondering that because, yeah, uh, yeah. When I started this team, like, there's still a folder, subfolder in my inbox called Avengers Initiative that contains all the resumes and all the all the uh, HR and personnel stuff of everybody, and um, I feel like I've got my my Hulk. Uh, I've got I've got my Iron Man. 
When I say that's my maybe that's my Black Widow. Maybe, I'm thinking this guy. Maybe like, he's your Thor. Thor because Thor kind of goes back to his own realm and then he comes back when he's needed. Ma- so maybe guy, maybe my Thor. Yeah. I was thinking. I mean, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, was was Doctor Strange an Avenger? Because um, he's I, I I know he was a defender. He was a yeah. But I can't, I, yeah, because I can't remember if he was he's, ever he's an definitely Avenger. you know. Uh, I mean, if you give this guy an option to be a warlock, like he'll he'll take it. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but. Uh, um, I'm having a hard time selling people on the fact that I am uh, Nick Fury. I'm just white Nick Fury. Um, <laughs> with both eyes, Nick Fury. With both, yeah. I mean, I have an eye patch. I could wear one just because. Like, you don't have to have a problem with your eye to wear an eye patch. So, And, yeah. and Nick Fury was originally, like, looked like David Hasselhoff. So, I mean. Uh, that's I, true. I, could be, I mean, he's, I definitely think Samuel Jackson is the cooler Nick Fury, but. Oh, absolutely. I've got the long black coat. I could wear that to work all the time and just make people call me Nick Fury uh, or Director Fury. They're more than likely going to call you Silent Bob. But, you know. <laughs> Chances are. Yeah. Chances are that's the one they're going to go with. But, um, yeah, so that's, you know, I mean, that's going on. Things are things are going smooth. So, um, yeah, I, I feel like I'm straight pimping. But uh, <laughs> uh, so what's what's this? What are you defending your daughter's eyes from? Or Well, apparently earlier tonight um, – uh, while I was out of the house, my daughter said that the doorbell rang hmm. uh, to my wife. My wife didn't hear it. She came to the door to check it, and uh, the door was slightly ajar. She's like, "Did did you open this door?" To my daughter, she said, "No, mom. Yeah, I didn't open the door." But we realized that we probably should have a conversation with her about who do you open the door for, who do you not open Ooh, the door for. Yeah. Yeah, because because she's able to unlock the door and open it now. Mm. Like if, if mommy's coming in and got groceries and she sees mommy, like, hey, mommy's coming, daddy's cooking. Could you unlock the door for mommy? So she's able to unlock and open the door. But we're, so like we had a very serious talk about okay, if it's not mommy and it's not daddy and it's not one of your grandparents, you don't unlock the door for that person. Yeah. And she's like, well, what if it's a police officer? I'm like, well, you know that we could talk about that. Or if it's a firefighter, like, but not intruders. Intruders are not allowed in our house. <laughs> making, like it's a rule. No intruders are allowed in the house. <laughs> and so, but after she talked about it, she started getting nervous about it. Like, you know, our kid starts dwelling on, well, what if someone, what yeah. if an intruder did get in our house? Like it, like it locked in their head. Um, so we're putting my daughter to bed. She's like, but it's okay. The doors are locked. And so I'm like, yeah. She's like, and if anybody comes in the house, you'll fight them, won't you, Daddy? I'm just like, yeah. I mean, if I up. if I hear it, I mean, that CPAP machine yeah. kind of kind of gets loud. <laughs> and uh, I know I sleep pretty deeply now. But uh, yeah, yeah, maybe we'll see. If they're if they call ahead and let me know they're coming, <laughs> and I have time to w- be to set an alarm and wake up and be ready. And, uh, and if I'm not c- cowering in the corner in my own urine, I think <laughs> yeah. I'll, yeah, sure, a, I'll fight the intruders. Yeah, it's one of those, like, how I think I'll react when someone breaks into the house, how I'll actually react when someone breaks into yeah. the house, you know? Yeah. Uh, I've, oh, oh, I've had the doorknob being turned by someone from the outside in in, in, an, in an intruder situation. It's not something I want to revisit yeah, no. ever, ever again. No. Ah, but let's head on to happier things. My geeks, my fanboys, and fangirls, call us what you want. We all have the things we love and obsess over. We often hold a special place, the things of our childhood. Webster's Dictionary defines nostalgia as a wistful or excessively sentimental yearning for return to, or of some past period or irrecoverable condition. So how many of the things we have geeked out to in the past and may still to this day are really as awesome as we remember, and how many of them? 
Now, we overhyped in our memory to the point that a second look will have us saying, why did we like this? So let me first address, Jules is not with us this week. Jules had some things come up that she was not able to join us. Uh, and uh, we had started to find uh, a backup, but they were able to, had to not make it at the last minute as well. So it's just me and Ryan, two dudes, being dudes, doing dude things. So that's what we're doing tonight. We're, we're, we're the dudes. Dude. So. So, dude, what gee goodness have you been into this week, dude? dude. I, dude. dude, I, I have some. I'm really excited about some geeky goodness that <gasps> I've been waiting to share. Oh, huh? I went and saw Deadpool. Oh, and that shit is okay. off the chain. Oh, that wasn't God. what I was thinking you were going to oh, say, but I'll, I'll, we'll take this too. Rated R comic book hero is my. <laughs> now like that's my thing okay like all this other stuff has been good up until now uh and it's been awesome i didn't realize how much better it could be and oh. and, and deadpool showed me the way like i'm never much of a deadpool like comic fan um it's there's it's just so hard i mean you and you know how it is there's there's so many comics out there like where do you get started what do you read you know and in some cases it's just like well what's at the library what's available Kind of, kind of yeah. situation, but um, uh, I'm, I'm seriously, you know, I, I stash away Amazon money uh, that I get for Christmas, and I, I, I won't even touch it until a certain point in the year, just to kind of spread out the, the cheer sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be using some of that to get me like a Deadpool anthology or, or something. Just give me a big, you know, fat book of Deadpool because that stuff is, is, is what I mean. That movie was amazing. Okay, that, I mean, uh, like we. If you're even remotely familiar with Deadpool, you know he does a lot of fourth wall breaking in the comic books. He's regularly yeah. talking to the readers. Uh, that stuff totally carries over in the movie. I mean, there's a fourth wall break inside of a fourth wall break. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and then just all, all, I mean, the story behind the movie getting made, uh, you know, how it, it goes all the way back to Ryan Reynolds reading, um, uh, a page out of a Deadpool magazine or, or Deadpool comic where he says like he he's basically described as looking like a mix between Ryan Reynolds and a Sharpay in this comic. Yeah, and you know, and Reynolds is Reynolds says in an interview I think with Seth Meyers he's like at that point I knew I was going to play this role someday. Um, <laughs> and it's just you know you, you hear how it's made that movie's like eleven years in the making or something like that and it's just and it was I mean it was great like it. It was, it was like a true honest to God, like, it wasn't a superhero movie. He's an anti-hero. It was an anti-hero movie, but yeah. it's an anti-hero movie that makes fun of superhero movies. I mean, there's just some great, just that's like what I'm, meta, that's what I'm meta lines in there yeah. about like, ah, oh, I guess the studio couldn't afford another X-Man and stuff like that. I mean, it's just, it's so, it's so great. It's, so, it's so good. The soundtrack was, I, it's one of the few movies that I've watched in a while where while I'm watching it, I go, I want this soundtrack. And I bought it yesterday. I just, I tuned it right yeah. up. Deadpool soundtrack. And I mean, just humor me for a minute, Cliff, if you would. Okay. Since we have no okay. chat room to bother tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, and we could cut this stuff out, uh, later on. But here is just. What, we, we can cut this stuff out later well, on. Well, you know, I'm with you in spirit when you. <laughs> when you do that shit. All right. Here, you know, there's there's a lot of score, you know, and it's like yeah. some cool kind of techno-y uh, stuff Junkie XL does a lot of. But here's, um, here's like the non-score music that makes it into yeah. the... Okay. Into the uh, soundtrack. Okay. 
That's awesome. I mean, there's some of the score songs on here are things called like Liam Neeson Nightmares, um, <laughs> uh, 12 Bullets, uh, This Place Looks Sanitary, Stupider When You Say It, and A Face I Could Sit On um, are all just are all score tunes. And then, you know, more more music that made it in. Hey, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. We're all familiar from the from the trailer. trailer. From the infamous test footage leak. Yeah. 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 Uh, from, uh, how about this one? That's an amazing song. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to give it all away to you. Uh, and then, I mean, and then there's... Gotta have your DMX. Yeah, a little X gonna give it to you. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was great. Like, I mean, you've got the opening, cre- pay attention to the opening credits when you go see the movie. They're hysterical. Um, just, and that's just the opening credits, man. Uh, you know, Colossus, you know, completely CG character, but done well. You know, it wasn't craptastic. Um, just, just a really, a really well done movie. A lot of fun. Like my wife loved it. You know. Oh, Christine liked it. Yeah, she thought it. She oh, thought it was great. Okay. Like, okay. And it was. Uh, you know. Maybe I can push. Maybe I can push Emily to go. If well, and I was it. really impressed with you know you I, you know. Went down kind of a rabbit hole of Ryan Reynolds' interviews after seeing the movie, just you know his thoughts on it and stuff. And like the studio had asked him at one point, like, "How are we going to market this to women?" And he was like, "Are you are you kidding me?" Like he's like, "Women already like comic books. Like you don't have to market this to women. Women like comic books too." And he's he says it just kind of blows his mind that studio execs still have yet to get that. That you know. Oh yeah, they do not understand this genre yeah. at all. Like, they well, know it's making money. Yeah, but they think it's all twelve-year-old kids that buy only male mm-hmm. action figures, and they're like, and you know, yeah. I guess I think at one point they told him like, well, obviously we'll have to push the romantic angle. He's like, no, you don't. Women like comic books. It's you know, it's a thing. You know, so uh, yeah, just uh, my fear. My fear yeah. though now is yeah. is that now it will be well. Now we have to make every every comic book movie rated R. Because it's doing so successful. I don't. I think no. I think it's like I think certain things need to be you know rated R mm. because of to be uh, at least to be true to the character. Like if you made a good yeah. Punisher, that would need to be rated R. Punisher would need and to be we'll, rated and R. we'll get that on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix, you know, yep. we'll get a true Punisher. Yeah, because there are reports now that apparently the next Wolverine movie they're probably going to push it and go for an R next time. Mm. I think I think Wolverine. Like like I said, I mean, as long as it's something that makes sense, yeah, go ahead. The X-Men stuff, like, I mean, X- X-Men weren't, like, at least my exposure to them, um, to uh, to some storyline stuff, weren't, like, particularly, you know, R-worthy, you know, and yeah. I think you could you get away keeping that stuff under under an R rating. I mean, um, that would be my hope, because I don't, yeah. you know, I don't want to see them 
And the, I don't, yeah, I don't want to see them push for making characters more mature than they need to be. You know, no, that's so. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think for Deadpool, it made sense. Yes, I would I agree it, with you. You know, and as long as it makes sense for you know for that, um, then then sure. But you know, uh, I think they're also aware that if they you know try and go R with everything all of a sudden, they're they're gonna lose you know a, a fair amount of of um of their viewers because I mean there's there's some you know I mean you got kids for one, yeah, and then two, yeah, I mean you got people that just I mean aren't comfortable with that. Yeah. And I mean, dead Deadpool, they, they earned that R, uh, <laughs> Eight, language, 84, and violence, 84 F bombs. Uh, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they earned it. Yeah. They I mean, it. adult situations. <laughs> uh, yes. I, I heard what some of those were. <laughs> yeah. And boy, howdy. Yeah. Um, so l- but, let me ask uh, this. Yeah. I mean, were there yeah. any little ones in your theater that you're like, Oh God, no. Why, 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 why did you bring them? No, I don't think so. I mean, there were some adolescents, but I mean, honestly, at, at that age, like, this wasn't anything, you know, you're not excited about them, no. uh, you know, seeing it or what. Like, I, I wouldn't be super psyched if they were my kids, yeah. but, you know, it's, <sighs> I mean, I'm not saying this like it's okay, but this day and age, like, that, that kind of humor is, like, right up their alley, to be honest, so... <laughs> Yeah, um, but... and that's kind of unfortunate, but yeah, that there it is. Um, but no, nothing like the what the post on Facebook where someone's like, "Yeah, after about five minutes, I had to take my nine-year-old out." You know, I wish they gave parents a better idea or something. <laughs> like an someone's... R rating? Yeah, yeah, that was the person's yes. comment. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's just like, come on, come on, guy. Yeah, yeah, come on. Yeah, you... so the rating is there for a reason. It's there. Yeah, for a reason. so uh, I can only imagine like the wave of Deadpool. We saw at Dragon Con last year will not uh, will not subside. Oh no, um, it'll be worse. It'll be worse. Yeah. Or maybe now and, that it's had a movie, it's mainstream and it's blasé, and they'll have to go with somebody new. Somebody will new be the. Uh, now nah, you're probably right. We'll we'll be we'll be yeah. ears to elbows with Deadpool's. We'll again. be swimming in Deadpool's and Harley Quinn's. Yeah, man, still. Yeah. Because what's going to happen is now just more people are aware of. It, That's right. So. Deadpool between the the Deadpool movie and Suicide Squad next year at, at Dragon. Con- oh yes, overflowing with it. Overflowing. Yeah. yeah. But that's. I mean, I I did some other things. I you know played some Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, bought some cool music. Um, you know. Uh, but that's that's I mean I'm just beside myself with how how much I enjoyed that movie. I was what I was expecting you to say I, that you got the Xbox One, but uh, no, this oh, is, no, 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 not yet. No. I've I've got a pretty firm timeline on that. Okay, um, I've got to finish. Uh, I got to finish Assassin's Creed Rogue. That's that's about the last 360 game I'm set to play. Okay, and then I'll I'll. I'll pick up you know the xbox one i'm gonna try and do one more drawing for it i've got a couple more games uh, i want to buy um to try and you know get my tickets and have a chance at winning it yeah but uh if i don't uh after that and after i finish assassin's creed uh yeah i'll, I'll be picking one of those up pretty soon i was okay. talking to talking to somebody at work who was just like you know what you're doing is smart like you're getting these games that you're going to want to get anyway and trying to give yourself a chance to win win the game system or whatever. But I don't envy you when you ultimately have the game system and now you have to decide from amongst all these games <laughs> yeah. which one to play first. Like yeah. it's it's one thing to be like, Alright, saved up some money, I'm gonna get the system in a game. You know. Oh, yeah. Alright, you're playing that game for a while. Yeah. 
Or when, when but, combat uh, came with it. You played combat, you know, Atari <laughs> 2600 for hours. And you're like, you know what? I, I think I think I want some asteroids. I think or I think I want some missile yeah. command. Yeah. Yeah, right. But um so uh I mean the good news is like a couple of the games I got are Assassin's or the next Assassin's Creed games. I'm not gonna be in a mood to play those right away, so uh, I've, it's pretty much been narrowed down to uh, Fallout 4 or Witcher 3. Okay. And I, right now I'm in a very post-apocalyptic kind of mood. I'm I'm reading a lot of Walking Dead. I'm watching a lot of getting caught up on Walking Dead. So um, Where are you in the timeline now, c- catching, watching up? Where are you? Uh, I'm still watching stuff on Netflix. Okay, so, okay. Uh, I haven't seen anything any kind of new. Oh, um, gosh. This past so, Sunday. Oh yeah, I yeah I've seen people like oh walking you know social media and I'm just I'm kind of steering away from it. But good call, uh, good call. Wait, wait um, till you get there because it, it was a brutal night. <laughs> it was a whole lot of me and Emily looking at each other, going, "We're doing this. We're doing okay. We're doing this." <laughs> yeah, there there are just there's some episodes, you know, like the look at the flowers episode and mm-hmm. and just uh, a few others where you just that's. This, it's almost like some, some somebody sitting around going, "How tough can we make this show to watch?" Well, I'm just alongside. Look at the flowers. This past Sunday's episode is an episode I do not need to watch again. Mm. I do not need to watch it again. And I probably and knowing won't. what I know about you, that kind of gives me some indications of what uh, might. And be I'll involved, just leave it but, there. I'll just leave yeah. it there. Yeah. Mm. Do not need to watch it. But that's, I mean, that's pretty much it for me as far as geeky goodness. How about yourself? Uh, well, let's see. I've, I've been playing heroes, but I won't go too far down that rabbit hole because I don't have (laughs) jewels to, uh, to talk to with. Uh, I can't, I can't soundboard with you too much of that. I can make interested, interesting noises. Like, hmm. Oh, 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 okay. okay. That that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, haven't had a lot of time for a lot of, too much geeky goodness this week. It's just been a very busy week. We're getting ready to mm. move and uh, all of that. So I've had some time to think about like what the recording setup will be in the new house and that type of stuff. Uh, been, well, you're you're kind of in a busy season at work too. Oh aren't yeah, you? yeah. We, we're yeah. We just started Lent, so that's that that's a thing. We're doing that. We're uh, uh, my wife has decided that this year she wanted to give up red meat for Lent, which means consequently I'm also giving up red meat for Lent because I can't be like, here's your dinner and here's my steak. You know, I will, I will not going to do that. See, I could totally be that guy because <laughs> I, I mean, not because I'm a jerk, but because I feel like your, your decision to do that is enhanced by the fact that you're doing it for you and on your own. Like if we go out to know. eat and there's a uh you know a red meat option, I probably will do that when we go out to eat. But oh, if I thought you're going to like dinner go out to the us, restaurant and you're going to be like tossing plates off people's tables like no, that has red meat on no, it. No, no, no. If if I'm cooking dinner for the two of us, you know, or for all mm. of us, I'm not going to like make five different things. No, no. That's screw that. <laughs> I'll make I'll make something we all share. You just be fine. Eat eat earlier before she gets home. Uh, no, I'll I'll be fine. I'll be fine. We'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, get, not ha- eating red meat is probably not going to kill yes, anyone. No, it's not horrible. I mean, chick- it's, eating chicken, it's no way to live fish, as far as I'm concerned. Eating chicken, but... eating fish, it's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, fine with that. Well, I'm fine with that. That's, you know. Uh, but uh, I've been playing my mobile games, my uh, Contest of Champions, uh, mm. Galaxy of Heroes. I've been really leveling my characters in Galaxy of Heroes. I've been getting kind of obsessed with uh 
I'm learning the system now, and I'm getting better at getting my characters leveled up and getting them geared up and everything. So uh, I, I cracked into the uh, – they have a ra- – you, you have a ranking that you do in arenas, and I cracked into the top thousand. So I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm doing good. I'm feeling okay. good. I'm feeling good. So I, I like where I'm headed with it. And I, I'm not even fully leveled yet. I've still got a ways to go before my characters are fully leveled. But I'm, I'm improving them pretty well. So I'm pleased with that. Um, and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, like I said, watched Walking Dead this past week, and do not need to repeat that. Uh, <laughs> liked it, but only had to do it once. And yeah. That's what we've been into. Let's see what's been going on in the news. Stand by for news. Epic news play. And the big no news of the day is no news. This is Les Nesman saying, may the good news be yours. In the news. Yeah, we'll do it live. Well, Steam has always got lots of good sales if you're in there checking or to find stuff. Um, but there's a special pack. There's a giveaway pack, and we'll have a link to it in the show notes. It should, it should still be active by the time you hear this. Um, that includes a number of games and including the arcade classic Golden Axe. Did you ever play Golden Axe in the arcade? Do you remember Golden Axe? Uh, no, I absolutely did. I also... Um... I also had Golden Axe on my Sega Genesis. Ah, okay. Uh, which I still have, like much like my Atari. Yeah. Um, and eh, I mean, it it works like it it connects to the TV better than the Atari does. Yeah. But um, it wasn't stored in the best of conditions. So like some of the games, I think my the heat might have gotten to them or something. They yeah. Just, they they're just hunks of plastic that used to convey images and stuff um but uh some of them work fine you know i got a couple sonic games that work okay uh you know a few other sega genesis games but i i still have my um oh what was it was it was it a 16-bit sega genesis and then there was the 32-bit add-on that big Mm -hmm. thing that clamped up on top yeah that was there too so but you can play some of these great sega classics bundled in with this uh you get their uh hd remake of jet set radio um and then a number of other games that come along uh and i haven't i've installed it i just haven't had the time to play it but Mm. i am i am stoked to play some golden axe very soon yeah that was uh that was that was that was a game, man. Like that was one of those games where, like, if you ponied up to it in in the arcade, uh, you were. I remember pretty much like you were settling in for a long haul. Oh yeah, um, and and you, uh, and it, I think if I remember right, that was like one of those. It was a big game. It was a four player game, wasn't it? Like, well, you get four people in on that. Uh, I can't remember if Golden Axe was four. I know Gauntlet was four, but mm. I can't remember if Golden Axe was. The main thing I remember was it was a game that had mounts. You could jump on top of things, and you would mount right. up on like a a dragon or something else. Then you had the big the big you know axe and everything. But yeah, oh yeah, but it looks yeah. You're right. That's right. Gauntlet was the big four player. Oh game. yeah. Oh, but I love me some Gauntlet too. Yeah, Gauntlet. I was actually one of the first. You remember the little like LCD screen handheld games? Oh yeah. Yeah, Gauntlet was one of the first one of those I had. Oh, cool. Um, and, uh, I mean, it's one of those crappy little games where, like, basically you had a guy who could be in three poses, uh, these predetermined, like, LCD screen poses or whatever. Uh, yeah, oh, man. 
I'm I'm a psych if, game. If I ever do get around to building my main cabinet that I want to, I it will definitely be set up for four players because I want Gauntlet. I want yeah. Gauntlet. I want yeah. Gauntlet and I want NBA Jam. Those are the two oh, games God. I want for four players. NBA Jam, yeah. Oh, He's Jesus. heating up. He's on fire. And it's funny, you think about both those games had a talking element that you hear geeks quote all the time. Yeah. Like, a, like, mage needs food badly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Oh, gosh. Oh, there's a, there's a cosplay for Gaunt. Do Gauntlet. For four people, for yeah. For four people. Do yeah. Gauntlet. And just... And, I want to be the Valkyrie. You want, okay, you can be the Valkyrie. <laughs> <laughs> just Valkyrie, Archer, Warrior... And wizard, right? Like wizard or, or mage, mage. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that could that's, be. That's something to think about, dude. Yeah, you, you know, con. Believe it or not, con's just around the corner. Oh yeah. Well, well, let me get moved and let me get a shop set up, and <laughs> okay. we'll go from there. Okay. All right. I'll I'll start casting stuff in aluminum. Ryan, are we, in your bevy of comics uh, that you have collected, read, etc., over the years, were you ever uh, a Spawn fan? Not of the comics, no. I mean, Spawn was just never something I got to, got into, and um, even having seen the movie, it it didn't inspire me to get into it the way, like, say, Deadpool inspired me to to pick up like just a you know a a bundle of Deadpool stuff and absorb it. So, um, but I also don't think the Spawn movie was very good, personally. So okay. maybe that's why. Yeah, I mean. Th- Martin Sheen as your uh, as your antagonist. Yeah, it was John Leguizamo was actually I, pretty. Yeah, good, he was good. John Leguizamo was clowny. The rest of it I, I could have done without. Yeah. yeah, he was the definitely the strong, the strong link in 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 that movie chain it was John Leguizamo was clowny. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of other that was not quite right. But uh, it had moments. It had moments I really liked. But uh, I mean, there's some stuff about it that looked really cool. Yeah. But- I just gotta wonder if this will be a complete, you know, origin story in the whole nine yards, or something further on in the timeline. Hmm. Now we're talking about. Let's see here. Um, the the movie script has been complete. Yeah, right? McFarlane's done it, and he wants to keep it small, keep it tight, so they will let him direct it. So mm-hmm. that, you know, he will take it to where it needs to go. I misread this he- this title at first because it says Todd McFarlane is finished with new Spawn movie script. And I thought that meant, like, he'd given up on it. Oh, no. <laughs> He's just like, oh, I'm finished. I'm out. It. Forget I'm it. And I was just like, oh, man, that's too bad. I, I would have liked to have seen a, a decent Spawn movie. But uh, and then as I read through, I was like, oh, no, that's not it at all. And, uh. Uh yeah, I mean he's written a script, but I mean that's that's the thing with ho- there's a lot of scripts in Hollywood. Um, oh, that are just so, waiting I mean, to be looked at and done. And yeah, I mean yeah. now he's got to find somebody to to make it. But uh, we'll see. You know, yeah. I mean it's it's definitely an interesting character. I mean it's uh it's a different power set. It's you know different. It's not really a different story. I mean it's your basic revenge story. Um, but uh. It's it's got potential to look really cool and and be kind of awesome. So that's it. That's the spirit. Just think of me as your guardian angel, the clown from hell. You're Jimmy Stewart, and I'm Clarence. 
Oh, well, uh, uh, every time uh, somebody farts, uh, uh, a demon gets his wings. Uh, uh, twins. <laughs> All right, we have uh, two of our saying goodbye pieces this week. Uh, Vanity. Don't know if you were a big Prince and the Revolution fan, Ryan, but uh, Vanity, who was always one of the proteges and singers alongside Prince, um, or as I remember her from, um, the co-star in both uh, The Last Dragon uh, and um, Action Jackson. <laughs> uh, no, I mean I wasn't. Uh... I wasn't a huge a huge fan. I was I was probably only barely aware, um, aware of her. So yeah. I mean, this this didn't really hit me too hard. Uh, uh, and you know, not to be a jerk, but it kind of hit me less hard as I read through it a little bit. You know, like, um, you find out that she's you know she was diagnosed, uh, set up the GoFundMe page, and and said she'd been diagnosed with. Uh, I'm not gonna say half of this right, but. Uh, she was diagnosed with something. Yeah. Inflammation of the small intestines is what it comes out to. Yeah. And then it just like, right into the next line, it's like, she also battled crack addiction. In the 90s. I'm like, jeez, yeah. you know. Yeah. So, which I think, uh, if, if I understand what, what eventually did her in, like, was probably what, what caused this. Yeah. You know, she blew out her kidneys, uh, with crack and then they, they eventually just failed, which, you know, is, is unfortunate, but, um, I mean, it's don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Like it's not going to end well. But uh, you know, it, it was too bad. I mean, she was only like fifty-seven. Yeah, I, it, yeah. So one one of the earlier, one of the younger folks were saying goodbye to from the from that era. Uh, mm-hmm. Did 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 like I said, she's in the Last Dragon, which I think I think la- the Last Dragon deserves a have you ever. I really mm. do. I know. Okay. I'm pretty sure that you haven't seen it. I'm pretty sure Jules has not seen it. Uh, I'll have to see where we can watch it. Uh, hold on. Let me see. Does YouTube have it? Take a quick pause in the show to check this. Let's see. I'll look this up real quick. See if it looks familiar. It's where the whole um, Kiss My Converse comes from. Right. The whole show up. Uh, you can rent it. No, I'm not familiar with this. Oh, it looks like, uh, it looks like someone's got it on there. We may be able to watch this. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a karate blaxploitation flick in the 80s. Uh, the African American studying kung fu, uh, named Bruce Leroy. Oh, and really, after that, is there anything more you really need to know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yes, I think that this will need to happen. And another one we lost. This, this I, Now, tell me this guy shows up on your radar. This this definitely, yeah. yeah this definitely, you know, pinged my radar, uh, you know, more than more than vanity. Yeah. Um, the, you know, losing, losing George Gaines or... Uh, was it Commandant Lassard? Commandant Lassard, his... yes. Commandant in, Lassard. in all of the police academy movies, but also uh, the foster parent uh, on Punky Brewster, yeah, mm. and also uh, the the character who's chasing Dustin Hoffman's character in Tootsie, uh, the soap. Uh, star. You can keep all those. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep my uh, police academy. You keep police academy. Okay, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that. We uh, we actually talked about this. Uh, 
at work for a little bit, and I kind of led into a discussion that, like, the first Police Academy movie was definitely more of a sex comedy. Oh, yes. Yeah, oh, and yeah. then subsequently the rest of them just kind of, like, cleaned up, at, you know, almost more and more as it went sort of thing. Yeah. And, you know, so, you know, we were just talking about that and just trying to figure out, like, ah, did that, because, I mean, there's a Police Academy cartoon mm-hmm. that had something to do with the, you know, the fact there's a cartoon, so people, you know, they wanted this cleaned up a little bit to be able to attract attention to the cartoon or something, so, yeah. I don't know, but, like. I just think that, I think the 80s had an era of the hard R-rated comedy that just passed. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. we went a long time without having a really hard R successful comedy. I mm-hmm. think, you know, the hangover is the recent resurgence that's kind of brought it back. But, yeah. you know, we back then you had Police Academy, you had Up the Creek, you had, um, of course, Animal House and a lot of those. Oh, but, gosh, yeah, Animal but, House. But, you know, then the, the R-rated comedy, you know, Porky's, Porky's Revenge, they kind of went away. Um, yeah. and they, or they became, or they became less successful and much more B rated. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, we, we just got a little more sophisticated, I guess, and, and felt we were above mm. that. Did we? And, but Police Academy, yeah. It, it did went, we? Well, but, but, but Police Academy just, it did. It went down the R to PG 13, you know, to kind of PG toward the end. It was, yeah, yeah. less and less of the, of the, the sex stuff, especially. And a lot mm-hmm. more of the uh, just you know funny ha ha slapstick comedy. Yeah, but yeah. Gaines was uh, how old was he? Ninety eight. Ninety eight. That's a full life. You know, we can, yeah. we can say you're all right. You're you're, you're ninety eight. You're you're yeah. But you're. I gotta tell you, when this was announced on Facebook, I took some time to absolutely make certain um, that it was actually a new story. Because I keep getting caught in that, like, oh, this person died, and you're like, oh, but they, no, they died two years ago. It just popped up on <laughs> Facebook again. So I kind of, like, okay, yeah. is this really, oh, okay, there you go. All righty, there we go, there we go. Yeah. I think you'll find the presentation interesting as well as very, very stimulating. Could we have the lights turned down? Now, this first slide shows... Very, very interesting thing. Our main building. In slide two, we see another view of it. Well, Ryan, we were talking about our days of 2600 and your Sega. Did you have a Coleco? I didn't have a Coleco, but I'll tell you what. The same place that I, uh, the, the game store I go to to try and, uh, win my Xbox. Yeah. Actually has, uh, has a couple for sale. Oh, original ColecoVisions? Original ColecoVisions. Uh. And I've been, I mean, you know, they're not asking an arm and a leg. I, there, there's a part of me that almost want, you know, if I'm going to have the Atari and the Sega Genesis and the NES set up, there's a part of me that feels like I need to have a ColecoVision. Because <laughs> you're a completist. You need everything. You need yeah. every possible way you can play Donkey Kong. That's what you need. <laughs> Achievement unlocked. Yes. Every era of Donkey Kong is available. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My my friends across the street, the Roaches, had uh, a, a, a ColecoVision. And I remember just being 
blown away by how the next grade of graphics looked so amazing. Of course, now it's you know pixelated garbage compared to what right. we have now. But <laughs> right. they did, wow, it looks so much more like the arcade, and which was the whole thing it was pushing for that you know, it, it was more arcade like in what you saw. And it was also the you know it it had um, really weird controllers too. I remember they they had the normal one you held, but it was you held it like long ways in your hand and it had a joystick on top and the buttons were on the sides and it had a number pad. Mm-hmm. And they also had one that was the sports stick that had the joystick on top. Sounds like deodorant. Yeah. And then you had your hands held the other hand like a gun, but it had like four buttons for each of your fingers where you held it and gripped it. So you had four buttons there and then you had the... um knob on top and that was good for like boxing games and things like that they had the rocky game and things yeah i remember that oh, okay. game that we played a lot of uh but yeah but uh, coleco is coming out with a retro gaming console called the coleco chameleon it's gonna be brand new it's debuting uh it debuted at the new york toy fair and it's um looking like you're gonna get to play some of the classic downloadable content of the old games uh, that you played on Coleco so long ago. Yeah, I mean, it, it sounds like they're going to launch, uh, you know, several different titles, uh, along with the, with the console itself, but, uh, um, you know, it's all designed to look, to have that retro game look and feel to it. Um, what I think is cool is, I mean, this console totally looks, you know, 1980s old school. But uh, when you look at the shot of the back of it, it's got, you know, HDMI ports and USB ports, ports I know, and yeah. Ethernet ports and all this stuff. So, I mean, it's uh, it's 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 kind of a, a cool blend of, you know, that that old school, you know, 80s yeah. look, but, uh, you know, working much better with today's technology and today's flat screens than, uh, you know, than my Atari probably ever will. So. So that there's, it's going to sell for a 135 that gives you the system, one USB controller, HDMI cable, which a lot of things forget to throw the HDMI cable in there. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Of um, AC adapter and a, and game. Um, and they have, we have some links here that show some live demos from the floor so you can get a look at some of these classic old games that you can play on this. So, oh man, I am, I am, a, I don't know. There's a chance. It's a chance it could yeah. end up in the house. We'll just have to wait and see. It's not the most unreasonably priced thing out there. <laughs> yeah, for the price of like three games, you can have this. You are the player, and the arcade is the arena. You focus your mind and propel yourself into a universe where you're the master of your destiny for as long as you can keep the trip going. This is the Arcade Experience. We're ColecoVision. We bring the Arcade Experience home with games like Donkey Kong with multiple screens, arcade controls, and arcade graphics that let you have the Arcade Experience at home because your vision is our vision. ColecoVision. Well, the movie isn't retro, so to speak, in Guardians of the Galaxy, but we have some casting news for Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Ryan, if you were going to cast... Along the lines of, uh, to go alongside, why did his name just fall out of my head? Star Lord. Christopher um, pa- Cri- Chris, uh, Pratt. Pratt. Christopher Pratt. Right. Uh, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna play opposite Chris Pratt, and you want action star with comedy chops. Hmm. 
I who would I who, who would, would you I go pick? for? Granted, you've well, already read the story, but you know. Yeah, but uh, you know uh, that aside. Um, I mean, if I had to make a call, knowing that I'm just not ava- available, it's just I can't fit it into my schedule. Yeah, you can't. I just it, can't, it can't do it. So yeah. Uh, so I'm out. Um, I'm having a hard time coming up with someone better than uh, than what we have here in Kurt Russell playing the father of uh, Peter Quill, a wise cracking action star from the from the '80s playing mm. Peter Quill's dad. This. I can get behind. Yeah. I who can't get behind Jack Burton in anything? You know. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. So. Oh man. Or Captain yeah, or I'm Captain a... Ron, whichever you want to go for. <laughs> oh, well, I mean there's uh there's a lot of good Kurt Russell stuff. I I like Kurt Russell, so I'm Oh yeah, me too. I'm on board. I like it. Um I I like how they make the comment about how uh he um Either he liked the script or because he needs money to pay for that antique guitar he smashed on the set of The Hateful Eight. Yes. Uh, which is... I, oh, oh God. Yeah. That, I read that story and I'm not going to lie. Like, there was, there was some butthole puckering when yeah. I read that story, but I was, you know. Yeah. Oof, as, as a guitarist, uh, yeah, that, that, that was cringeworthy to read that account of what happened. Mm. Yeah. Ugh. But, uh, I think it could be a, uh, I think it could be, interesting i'm looking i'm looking forward to guards of the galaxy 2 anyway but oh, yeah. uh yeah, yeah to see how exactly who he is as his father you know that mm-hmm. i want to see played out it's all in the reflexes it's a trap they're bringing it back up sometimes it's a sequel sometimes it's a reboot they're bringing it back up to see if they can get us to come see a story we know again um I, and don't you love when someone touts that they've got the exclusive look at something? And, and, you know, mm. and when you do, you want it to be something worthwhile. But Entertainment yeah. Weekly gets to tout today of the exclusive trailer of Kindergarten Cop 2, starring Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, that had to have been a hard one to get. Yeah, I'm sure No, they were clamoring for that. So many yeah. the bidding war between, I want the exclusive, so that everybody yeah. who wants to see Dolph Lundgren in Kindergarten Cop Two will come to our site to see the trailer. Oh, and, well, and as well, well as done, entertainment as well movie. as Bill Bellamy's fans. Um, yeah, what a hit for Bill Bellamy's career, to be honest with you. I know um, Dolph Lundgren. I I can I can see him having to do this to put food on the table. Yeah, but Bill Bellamy, like that that guy's funny. Like he he's, is funny. he's still relevant, and and I felt like there was hope for him, but uh, I I guess he's uh, he's ready to hang it up because this. It gets, I think, filed strongly in the category of shit I did not need. Like, mm-mm. Kindergarten Cop 2. It, I watched the trailer. It looks dumb. Yeah. I don't see anything new being brought to the table. No. Looks- there is a reason this is arriving on DVD and digital HD. DVD and digital HD. They're yeah. not even bothering making blu-rays of this crap <laughs> i i imagine that it's implied that there might be a blu-ray somewhere maybe not i don't know we'll have to wait and see i mean i i don't why bother man like do you need to see this in in blu-ray like i i can't I, say that i'm you know really feeling the need to see this in any format I, yeah there's not really a format that i think i would see this in um mm. Well, I take that back. I would see the stage production. I would go see the musical, <laughs> Kindergarten Cop 2. 
Um, okay. <laughs> okay. No, this is just... Uh, it just makes me sad. I I hate to find out that stuff like this is out there. Instead of a good He-Man movie. <laughs> the things that you want aren't always the things you get. Mm-mm. No. Well, this is in the category of things that were in the margins. I'm like, what is that? As we're doing the show, and I clicked it and bring it up. Um, Disney, apparently, according to Entertainment Weekly, uh, is developing a new original musical of Mary Poppins. Now, Hmm. they're saying it could be a sequel. Maybe it'll be a remake. I don't know. But they apparently are looking at Emily Blunt to play Mary Poppins. I could see that. I could. I yeah, could I mean, buy she's, her. She's, I could buy her. Yeah, she's she's English nanny looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And practically perfect in every way. Sure. Yeah. But uh, people wondering who would play Bert. I gotta say, like as I'm flipping through uh, some of these some of these ideas down here. Mm-hmm. There's a couple on here I like. Uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Ah, uh, yes. He, he's he got the moves. He's got very yeah. good moves. You know, they're saying he's not British, but uh, I don't think Dick Van Dyke was. No, no, he wasn't British. So, uh, John Krasinski. Uh, well, I mean, that would make sense, considering they're married. Got, yeah, I mean, he's got a cool little goofy look about him, too. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's good, you know... Uh, He's also due for a big hit again. He hasn't. He is. He, he, he is. He's done a few things, but he hasn't done a big hit in a while. Uh, I mean, James Marsden uh, has has done some some musical work. Uh, he was in uh, was he in that movie um, Enchanted? Did a little bit of singing. Okay. Um, Wait, you, you mean the uh, James the blah, 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 the guy that's hosting the late late show? No, no way. That who are you talking about? No, I'm talking about James Marsden. Marsden. Um, oh, wait a minute. Why am I blanking on? Oh, oh, um, played um, Cyclops. That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking more of like he he played the prince from uh, from Enchanted. Yes. I don't know if you remember yes, that movie. Yes, yes, that's that's right, that's right. Uh, I know. It took me a second to figure out which character we were talking about. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yes, he sang there. But now that you mention it, uh, yeah, no, what's his name? Host the Late Late Show. Um, yeah. James, oh, um, I'm forgetting his last name, which is horrible because I love him. I think he's hysterical. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he you know did Into the Woods. You know, great you know, singer. He does all the carpool karaoke's. I mean, yeah. granted, he wouldn't be a svelte Bert, but you know, he's I played. Mean, he's he'd played have a legitimate English accent, yes. unlike that crap Vic Dan, Vic Van Dick Van Dyke tried to yeah. pull off. He's been her spouse before in a movie and Into the Woods, so you know it could be a thing. They they could hmm. be the next Meg and uh, Tom Hanks. You know, you just. Put Cassie oh, together yeah. as spouses. Oh, there you go. There you go. But I, I, I don't know. For some reason, doing another Mary Poppins film I, doesn't freak me out the way some other things have. As I long as they're not to, remaking I don't want them to reboot it. it. Yeah, don't yeah, reboot it. Say, don't I don't want to remake it. it. I don't want to reboot it. I mean, I, I think people might tend to forget, especially if their only exposure is the movie. Yeah. But, I mean, there were several Mary Poppins books. Um. That yeah. you know, and granted, the the movie kind of covers. I think the movie covers multiple stories. I could be mistaken. Yeah, 
But, um, well, it's saying here that yeah. it, it would be set in Depression era London, some London, some 20 years after the events of the 64 screen adaptation. Okay. So that uh, it it's it would be pulled from the story of the of the series, the book series. So it would still mm. it would be something from there, um, but it wouldn't be it, it. Yeah, it wouldn't be a reboot. We'd be seeing her appearing again later. So if they're being true to the original works, and I guess since uh, since you know Miss Travers is dead and can no longer stop Disney from doing this. <laughs> Yeah. Did you see that movie, Saving Mr. Banks? Oh, yes, I did. <laughs> it's, that that wow. was a movie. The story behind it. The story behind the story. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, did you watch it into the credits where you actually hear the actual audio of some of the sessions? Where mm-hmm. she's talking to it? You're like, wow, there's some tension in that room. <laughs> yeah. Incredible tension. Yeah. yeah. It's her baby. I can understand. I can understand. But we'll see if this goes anywhere. I had not heard that there was more Predator coming, but apparently there's more Predator coming. Yeah, that's that's a Predator. All that's right. a Predator. Do you need... Do you, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm... I mean, they're cool. It's one of the better cosplays you see walking around Dragon Con. People love to be the Predator. Yeah, um, people love to be. I, well, and the alien are, are, too. You see, you see the alien. It's usually a very good cosplay. Yeah. But uh, um, yeah. I yeah. okay. I'm I'm just wondering what uh, what what's the direction they're going this time around? You know. Yeah, I I I mean. I don't know. I mean, I'm looking at the picture. It looks like a predator, but it's, you know, what could they? What story could yeah. they possibly yeah, be doing? Like predator, so predators many. loose in New York City, or they, well, uh, they did, they did, dead, they did, uh, yeah, you know, him loose in L.A. for the, oh, the sequel. Yeah. So it's like, well, what what's new to do? What else can we do? Yeah. I mean, and and this all the jungle stuff. It kind of makes me wonder if it's not. Uh, if they're not redoing the the other story, mm. you know the first one, kind of rebooting it or picking it up from there. Yeah, I. Of course, you have to wonder, like, will Arnold have a cameo? Um, yeah. Get Jesse to do a cameo. Well, no, Jesse died in the first one, so yeah, I guess he would. Spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it's in my queue. Yeah. <laughs> oh. But uh no, I mean, well, his that character died, you know, he could always make a cameo as like some other character just like, you know, in the background, a little wink and nod to the to the uh to the audience, but I I mean, I I liked the first Predator after that, I kind of kind of grew disinterested. I never really got into the I think Dark Horse did a whole bunch of Predator comics, you know, I wasn't I wasn't fan enough to get too far into that stuff, so uh, this is the kind of thing that when it's on demand or streaming somewhere for free, I'll probably watch it uh, <laughs> for free with a with a bowl of soup. Yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> man, dude, oh, movie started coming with a bowl of soup, but um, otherwise, yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna rush out and see it. You know, not because I think it's there's anything wrong with it. I'm just I'm not a huge Predator fan. 
Uh, understandable. You're hit. You're bleeding, man. I ain't got time to bleed. Now, of trailers and new things I am excited about, Netflix has released some trailers for some upcoming content. We've got a couple we're going to talk about. And I am so stoked for my future weeks of Netflix watching. Pee-wee's yeah, Big Holiday. Yeah. Looks yeah, We're getting to amazing. a good time in Netflix. And, looks and that looks amazing. Good. Yeah. Uh, I have, we talked about this, I think, when we first talked about this uh, this story with Jules. I mean, he he looks good. Whatever they did to make him look the way he does, he looks good. Give me some of that, yeah, because it's yeah. well done. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, very funny. That old charm mm-hmm. is there. Uh, yeah, I could get behind this. I'll be watching this. Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely check this out because I, I still enjoy watching uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure, you know, from time to time. So, oh. but uh, check out the trailer; it's in the show notes. You'll see he hasn't dropped a beat at all. L A T T I H T B D. Look at the time; I have to be going. Also, showing up in the Netflix trailers. We have our first real look at Fuller House. Ryan, are you are you prepared to Netflix and chill with John Stamos? I'm yeah, I'm I'm pretty uh I'm pretty excited. Um, I like I've made no secret and I will make no apologies for uh my bromance with with John Stamos. Mm-hmm. And sure sure it's one-sided. Yeah. It's very much a uh, a one-way thing. Uh, I'm I'm fairly certain he doesn't know I exist. Yeah. But um, yeah. I mean, I I I I mean, Full House has got like a special place in my heart. Like I've always kind of liked that show. It was uh, you know, it was just something I remember like as as a family we could all sit down and watch kind of thing. Um, yeah, it's kind of cheesy, kind of you know, very very sitcom, very like you know. Uh, you got your opening, you got your problem. Things are wrapped up in, with a neat little bow. Yeah. Uh, before too long, but it's still, still to this day, one of those things where, you know, I if I'm up late and I can't sleep, or or you know, I just, uh, it seems to happen every time we travel somewhere. I we tend to get to the hotel about halfway through the the full house marathon. <laughs> I, I, I'll watch it, man. Like, um, and I've I've got favorite episodes. Like I love. I love when Full House went to Disney. Uh, well, who would Disneyland? Love, who doesn't love Disneyland and Disney World episodes? Those are yeah, awesome. and and that was such a staple of television in about that time too. Like there, in fact, I think there was the week the t, the week uh, every TGIF show went to Disney World. Um, <laughs> Did they uh, run into each other, or just they all? I, had to be I there? don't know if there's any crossover or what, but there was like that week that like every you know. Every week was was the Disney it was the Disney week or whatever, and you know I, I mean I could tell you stuff that happens in that episode. It's it's the episode where they go and they leave Steve behind and DJ keeps thinking she sees him places and one of the places she she sees him is like in the parade as Aladdin, which, which is funny because the actor voiced Aladdin. Yes, um, <laughs> you know I mean it's just yeah I, I yeah there's all kinds of <laughs> I, I'm I'm starting to actually be a little bit embarrassed about my knowledge of a Full House. house. Now that I'm, <laughs> saying stuff out loud but this trailer i i i was as as a fan of the show and and again like i'm not going to tell you it's amazing television it's just it's television that has a special place in my heart it's it's like 
the quintessential uh nostalgia effect um you know it, it like i said it wasn't great but it hit me at the right place at the right time and just and just always stuck with me so to see this it's i mean fuller house doesn't look amazing you know if gun to my head they're like okay you can watch season two of daredevil or fuller house yeah and be like all right well deuces john stamos i'm gonna have to catch you on grandfathering or something because <laughs> daredevil it is but um you know it's still it looks like fun uh you know i'm i'm a sucker for those like where are they now stories and uh i yeah i'll i'll watch probably this whole thing unless you know unless we saw everything that's worthwhile in the trailer but it you know it looks like just a fun time so i'm i'm down for a fun time who couldn't use some some like carefree fun yeah in 2016 we'll take it we'll take it yeah you guys did your share for us i am clearing my schedule and i'm moving in with my sister steph you need me right now and you need me so I'm moving into Kimmy. You do not need to do this. I agree with DJ. You do not need to do this. It takes a steady hand because if you touch the side, you said my Play with me. Sometimes you want to take it and play with it. Sometimes you want to keep it on the shelf for posterity. Or sometimes you want to play games with your kids uh, to get in touch with your inner nerd. And we got a lot of stuff that's come out of the New York Toy Fair that you may or may not be bringing into your home, depending on your budget. Um, Lego has released an Echo base from Empire Strikes Back that will be coming out. Oh, God. I didn't... Look at this thing. Look at this thing. Yeah, look at that price tag, dude. 250 bucks. Like, Lego... It's kind of turning into an asshole about this stuff. Now. Yes. <laughs> like they really, they really are, man. It's like, it's, uh, I mean, it's a few specialty pieces and then a shitload of white blocks. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it pisses me off a little bit. $250. Um, but you get a John Ratzenberger figure. Dude, for $250, <laughs> motherfucker, better help me put that shit together. <laughs> John Ratzenberger himself. Hey, if you, uh, if you take the, uh, take the block. And you line it up right <laughs> with the picture there and put it together. You got a Lego set. Little known fact I mean, that uh, Lego is actually Lego and not Legos. <laughs> the plural of Legos is Lego. Little known fact. That guy? Yeah. That guy. Um, <laughs> I mean, there's some cool stuff in here. Like the Wampa minifig is is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, But I just I – I think this is getting st- – Lego's getting kind of out of hand. Like, what I wish they they would do is maybe something like this, but sell it off in parts. Like, all right, I'm a kid. I got a little bit of allowance money. I can't afford 250, but I can get like the snow speeder and I can get this little section. I think they sell a separate snow speeder. I think they already do sell a snow speeder. Do I mean is it a small snow speeder or is it the big giant one that costs like another seventy five? No, they've got they have two of them. They have of course the seventy five one, but they also have what they have their their little mini ship line mm-hmm. that's like the mini figs are like oversized inside of these tiny little ships. They have right. one of a snow speeder. So, okay. Yeah. I mean, and I I realize I'm getting a little a little hot and passionate about <laughs> about Legos. And you're stuff. you're like, you're seriously five seconds from get the get the hell off my lawn with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, people aren't aren't eating in the world still, and I'm like Legos are too pricey. <laughs> but uh, 
I don't know. This is that's what we're here to talk about, I guess. But I mean, it's a cool looking set. Yeah. I, I mean, don't get me wrong. I just <sighs> two hundred and fifty bucks is a lot. It yeah. is a lot. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying you're not getting your money's worth, man. You're getting twenty over twenty one hundred pieces. Uh, to you know, so there, there's a lot of things that can wind up under your couch, <laughs> under or, your uh, feet. <laughs> Yeah, or you will find only on the days that you're not wearing house slippers or shoes or something. Like, the day you're barefoot in your house is when you find all 2,100 pieces of Lego. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's coming out in April, so if if you really want it, I guess start saving now. Yeah. You know, it just occurred to me that would mm. be a great punishment on Impractical Jokers, walk across a bed of Legos. Hmm. Oh God! Walking across hot coals, you know, could do permanent. You know, that would also be a great challenge to make somebody do. But right, yeah, because they've done the yeah. alligator wrestling, so why not? Well, I mean, that's I'm I, I I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm just not as impressed by it because I do it pretty much every night that I walk that's through true. my daughter's that's bedroom true. That's true. to to check on her before I go to sleep. Like it's like a Lego graveyard in there. Yeah. That episode where they make Q wrestle the alligator for his stuff. Oh my gosh. (laughs) He's like, I am going to die. I am going to die. Some good stuff in there, yeah. All right. Ryan, did you have a Viewmaster as a kid? I have a Viewmaster as a full grown adult. Oh, do you now? Do you? Yeah, I still still have one, yeah. It's one of the toys we also made sure the girls got, like, uh, you know. There, there were just some like old classic toys we wanted to make sure the girls had. I mean, really more for us than for them. But yeah, we, we got. I had a Viewmaster. We have one in the house now. What are some of the uh, wheels you got? Where's uh, we got some some My Little Pony. Um, these are just mine. Uh, the girls have some other. I'm not sure what the girls have, but I've got My Little Pony. Uh, um, that's not true at all. I, I don't Viewmaster My Little uh-huh. Pony. Yeah, of course you don't. Okay, so I do. Shut up. <laughs> but um, no, what do, we, what do we have? We've got some uh, some uh, My Little Pony. There's some what is there? Ah, uh, there's some Disney, some Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Um, we've got the little the little birth control box that they all kind of go in. That little yeah. that little plastic <laughs> Re- <laughs> the ViewMaster uh, wheel storage that, yeah. device that looks like the oversized you know Bill, birth control Bill, box. Yeah. ViewMaster has a new iteration. Mattel is going high tech, but without breaking the bank, which I think this is a really interesting take on it. They have created a Viewmaster system that works with your smartphone or a smartphone. Hmm. You take the Viewmaster, you place the smartphone into it that you download an app that goes with the cards, and it does augmented reality and then 360 tilt 3D vision of the cards. We have the video in the show notes that explains how it works. I I think Madeline will be getting one of these because <laughs> I want this in the house. <laughs> What's the price tag on this? Forty dollars. Like, flip it through. That's not bad. That's only like ten dollars more than an actual ViewMaster now. Seriously, actual ViewMaster is thirty bucks. Yep. Huh. But you have, of course, you have to buy the content packs and all that. That stuff will be an add-on. But, sure. Uh, but yeah, it's a, it's a frame that you. A, a smartphone in and then it closes up and of course it does dual image on the smartphone 
and then you look through the images and it ha- does the viewmaster effect to it wow. and you can tilt turn and look they have one that works with the stars that you input your lo- it goes off your location and when you look up in the sky at night it points out the constellations to you yeah i mean i've got the app that does that yeah, um, yeah. but i guess uh doing it through the viewmasters where a kid could do it in the daytime and see the oh, st- where yeah, the stars yeah. would be at night and everything. So. Or where a grown-up can look completely goofy. Because, come on, do you look any sillier than when you're when you're playing with Viewmaster? Well, true. Yeah, But you, you know, know what? VR helmets, VR visors are going to get more and more, you know, yeah, commonplace. That stuff's happening. I mean, that's coming. So We are not that far away from Wookiee porn in the living room being an everyday thing. Dude, I'm, I'm already there. I'm, I'm like... <laughs> I'm two years into Wookiee porn in the in the living room. This GAFE mess is a lot of fun. What do you think? It's truly interesting. The three-dimensional color pictures are extraordinary. I find these how-to-play-football reels very instructional. I always considered the GAFE master an ingenious invention of great educational value. Gee. I always thought it was just a lot of fun. Well, this falls in the category of stories more for my wife than for me. Uh, but Funko, which of course has been making a killing uh, off their pop uh, little bobblehead dolls that they have for just about every intellectual property you can imagine, is doing a set for the Golden Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it just gets to the point where you do. I mean, you see these little pop vinyl figures for everything, and you just got to wonder, like, well, what are they going to do next? And apparently the answer is be fucking Arthur, man. <laughs> uh, holy damn. But this is this is cool. I love the little Sophia doll. <laughs> I, just, yeah. I think that's great. With the big glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Tremendous. Alongside the Golden Girls, they're also doing other 80s favorites this year. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Oh, nice. The nice. A-Team. Yeah. Who doesn't need a set of A-Team Funkos? Yeah, seriously. And Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. Oh. The, the thing is, like, Ferris Bueller, you could get, like, you get away with having one of those. You know, Bill and Ted, it's, it's you know, two guys. You're talking two, maybe three, yeah. if you get George Carlin's character or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the A-Team... You're gonna have to get the set. You're yeah. get, you're talking all about four. four, and I'd say the same thing with the Golden Girls. You've got to have all four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the um, for the right effect. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. What do you think's weirder, like the guy with just one Golden Girl on his desk, or the guy with all four? <laughs> I think it depends on which Golden Girl it is. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, that's <laughs> that's a tough one, but that's you know. Just just sitting there and having a having having your cheesecake staring at your golden girl on the desk. Yeah. Well thank you for being a friend. <laughs> thank you for being a friend. Well, Ryan, you're you're already stockpiling up on games for the system you don't yet have. It's naturally. You're lucky. Tron Run Slash R is not yet available for Xbox One, so you can hold off on buying it. Okay. But, uh, Tron Run Slash R, I don't know how they're actually wanting it pronounced, but uh, whether it's Run-er or whatever, but it's a, 
I, I don't know how to feel about this because, yes, it's a very cool-looking game. It scratches that Tron itch, but it just looks like it's another endless runner. Mm-hmm. And do we really need to put an endless runner on a console system? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually checking it out again here. Yeah. Giving it giving it a closer look, but uh, this this doesn't really strike me as something I'm gonna need to play. Yeah. Like I liked Tron, but if I want Tron, I want to play the old arcade game Tron. That's the game I want. Honestly, I don't feel like this needs to be a console game. This this looks like an app game to me. Yeah. But it's on PlayStation Four. Steam and coming to Xbox One. It yeah, it, it looks like a mobile endless runner. I don't yeah. know why it needs to be a console. I mean, it's it's the the gameplay graphics look great, but yeah, it's pretty. But I, again, I don't know that I want to play an endless runner on a console. No, it's it's just not my it's just not my bag. time to go back to present day. We hope that we haven't permanently destroyed your childhood. If you'd like to suggest something for us to look back on, you can email us at better at gmail.com. You can follow the show at IRIBetter, follow me at RevanGeek, Ryan at RLGood98, and Jules at JulesRPG. If you missed any of that, you can find all the info on this program by going to www.iribetter.com. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash iribetter. Want to join the chat room for the live show? We broadcast every Thursday evening at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time at twitch.tv slash iribetter. Our voiceovers are provided by Amy Breedlove. You can follow her on Twitter at voicework and through her website, www.amiebreedlove.com. We're part of the Signals Media All-Star Network podcast family at signalsmedia.com. Please rate us on iTunes and more importantly, tell your friends all about us. Join us soon for episode 126. We'll see you in the future. In the past. Because it's doing so successful. I don't, I think, no, I think it's like, I think certain things need to be, you know, rated R. Mm. Because of, to be, uh, at least to be true to the character. Like, if you made a good yeah. Punisher, that would need to be rated R. Punisher would need and to be we'll, rated R. And we'll get that on Netflix. Yeah. Netflix, you know, yep. we'll get a true Punisher. Uh, you know, but like. There should be a good rated R Wolverine. That guy was, I mean, Wolverine there, there was, three. That guy was no joke. He did some. He did some man. Rated R. Um, and you just locked up. Uh oh. Oh, dude! If you're in, are you kidding me? Did I week, lose my connection again? Oh, I'm gonna punch your cable service right in the junk. Oh, dude, that reminds me. I found a huge bag of aluminum cans here, and I'm like, do I keep these for Ryan? Uh, or do I move these I mean, to the new house so that Ryan can have them? Yeah, if you want my wife to leave me, I guess. Um, <laughs> she's not happy with the two giant bags I have already. Yeah, I was just checking, like, can I stream it? And... Nah, it's 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 for like digital rental in a few places, digital download purchase. I've got it it's on, on YouTube. I've got there's someone uploaded oh, it on you? YouTube. Yeah. Okay. The full movie. What? Motown I'm... Productions picture. Oh, God. oh man.
Oh yeah, right. we're watching this. This is so gonna be. This, have this you is ever. gonna happen. This is gonna happen, and oh, I'm God. pretty sure that Jules is gonna hate this as much as anything I've ever made her watch. I am concerned they're gonna do like the very special episode. <laughs> DJ is kidnapped by ISIS, or uh, <laughs> or something, because it is now 2016. Like she's not dealing with uh, an eating disorder; she's dealing with like homegrown terrorists or something. That's, it's a different. It's a different world. Yeah, but they do that Quantico Fuller House crossover. (laughs) (laughs) The other day I saw a t-shirt online. I showed it to Emily. It said, a Dorothy in the streets and a Blanche in the sheets. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) This podcast is a part of the Signals Media All-Star Network. For more information on this and other fine shows, go to SignalsMedia.com. It's okay to stick our stuff in your ears. Really?